0: Those that go to battle defending God, defending Jesus, or defending the Christian faith are heroes that should be revered. Or are they? Welcome to episode 34 of What We Believe and Why with pastor, author, and teacher Dr. George Byron Coke. Today we're back into our discussion of religious concepts and, as an extension, religious idolatry. This is a challenging discussion, especially for those of us who have grown up within strict traditions of worship. But we believe it will be beneficial if you approach it with an open mind. Let's jump in and
1: see what we can learn. Here's George. We left off last time talking about religious idolatry. And particularly in view of the two great commandments Jesus gave, to love God and to love your neighbor as yourself, and then the loopholes that Jesus eliminated by saying that even the enemy, that we might normally not consider a neighbor, also needs to be loved too. When he said, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, and pray for those who mistreat you. Jesus didn't leave any loopholes about who we were to love. And so now let's begin to look at what that means in terms of our idolatry, and particularly our idolatry of doctrine. And let me say as we begin here, this is something you've probably not heard in church. You probably haven't heard much teaching about this, but it's really, really important. Let me first spell out explicitly how we have violated Jesus' commandments in seeming to be his followers, and then propose a heart understanding he has given us that can act as a corrective to this misapprehension and misapplication of his teachings and his sacrifice, so that his love for us may no longer be wasted or worse, that he does not even recognize us as one of his own. What follows will be very plain spoken. If it doesn't make you squirm or shout hallelujah, then either I'm not doing my job or you've failed to understand my point. I'm not hopeless about the problem. In fact, I'll suggest a way out, but I won't pull any punches. We Christians have a serious problem. And we need to see it and confess it before we can be redeemed from it. So I will be blunt and thorough in describing it, and I will pray for God's grace in its solution. So, once more, much of what has seemed over the centuries like a vital defense of God or of Jesus or of the Christian faith has, in fact, been a battle of concepts within a philosophical framework that is ultimately foreign to the God who reveals himself in the Bible. Different denominations have different philosophical structures of doctrines, worship styles, and so on. Different theologians and movements within and outside of denominations also have different philosophical structures they defend. The followers of these many structures constantly and fiercely attack one another and are praised for doing so by their fellow adherents. The overarching battle of concepts rewards and promotes this ungodly behavior— because this battle of concepts is founded on, quote, defending God by means of attacking those who do not share their beliefs. In the process of defending God, they violate Jesus' command to love God, neighbor, and even enemy. Please hang in there with me as this problem was laid out more fully. It is a very serious issue for the body of Christ, and it has gone largely unnoticed or intentionally ignored with far-reaching consequences. There have been battles over small parts of it, but the larger issue has been missed. I believe God is afoot in bringing us to a realization of the problem, and he intends to redeem us and it— To his good purposes. But we have to face this disorder and call it out. Here's how the problem arose The Old Testament is largely a narrative telling a story or testament in Hebrew of the adventures of human beings, primarily Jews, and their life with God. It contains God's counsel on that relationship his counsel on living with each other and in the world, and plenty of examples of people behaving badly toward God and each other, as well as examples of love and self-sacrifice. The New Testament continues the story in this pattern, but it introduces some new elements. It is in Greek, at least the copies we have of it, It explicitly extends the invitation of relationship with God to non-Jews. It declares that in the person of Jesus, the love of the Father God is revealed in and through a human being. And it reminds all Jew and non-Jew alike what the basic requirements of living with God and each other are. It also promises the assistance of the Holy Spirit to counsel, comfort, and lead us. Both Testaments are a large body of writing and are highly diverse in form, content, and theme, though all of it ultimately returns the reader to the same fundamental message of love of God and each other. Our modern age... And the whole Western world owes its foundation to ancient Greece. And this is something we need to look at now because it affects how it is that we are Christians, even how it is that Jews today are Jews. Here's what happened. In the several hundred years before the birth of Christ, Greece produced some of the greatest minds of all time and from them whole schools of philosophy, geometry, science, and more. In most cases, those schools of thought encompassed all of these topics as an integrated whole. The universe was seen by many of these gifted thinkers with the beauty of pure geometric forms expressed in the symmetry of nature, in the planets and their motions, in the great mathematical means to build great buildings and temples with extraordinary precision, or simply to think through the pure discipline of geometry and the proofs that could be deduced from simple premises. Just the names of these thinkers conjure awe. Socrates, who taught Plato who taught Aristotle, who taught Alexander the Great, Euclid, Pythagoras, Archimedes, Diogenes, Zeno, dozens and dozens more. What they had in common was an extraordinary ability to examine the world around them, its objects and its people, its ideas and its methods, and extract from these sources A collection of elements, ideas, themes, and similarities, and then carefully abstract and categorize them into highly organized arrays of concepts. Very geometric, taut, connected, like rows upon rows, shelves upon shelves, within vast, multi-storied warehouses of ideas each warehouse a school of philosophy with a genius in charge, a place for everything and everything in its place. It wasn't absolutely perfect, and sometimes things got miscategorized, misunderstood, or missed. But the basic approach was there—analyze, extract, abstract, fabricate— Organize the objects of thought into categories. Build concepts, subconcepts. Use logic and deduction and get it all in mathematical order. It was science, mathematics, philosophy, and even physical culture, the origin of the Olympics, and government, the invention of democracy, all evolving together in one of the greatest thinking and living revolutions of human history. We are all heirs of this extraordinary flowering of thought and civilization. This foundation spread to all of the Mediterranean world and to Israel and Judah and northern Africa before 300 B.C. It continues to this day and was the fire and foundation of the Renaissance, the reawakening of Greek methods of thinking and the Enlightenment. Science owes its foundations to ancient Greece, as do all modern academic methods in all fields, including theology and all of the arts and humanities. Take literature, for example. A novelist may do a wonderful job of telling a complex, exciting story full of adventure Characters, secrets, surprises, and emotions. The story fulfills its purpose and affects the reader by the power of the telling of it. Well, is there more? There is, and we'll come back to it in just a minute.
0: The great minds of ancient Greece have influenced the church of today. Now, that's a concept that may be new to our understanding of the faith. But if we unpack it fully, we get a better sense of some of the concepts so important to belief traditions that we may have grown up in. We'll continue that unpacking after a quick break. Stay with us.